Um, good to see so you all. Special. How is everybody? Thank you so much, Thomas. Um, we are incredibly honored, incredibly so excited grateful. to be in this room with each and every one of you. I want to shout out as well every single per person watching in Guat. We love uh, you, Los Amamos we are so, so honored though, and we're talking about 12 Stones. And so we serve the hurting. We serve the hurting, the lost, the poor, the broken, the forgotten, the orphan are close to God's heart. And we want them close to our hearts as well. And our pastors, Earl and Nika, have literally not just written that, but also emulated that in every single aspect of their life. And I could be willing to bet that every one of us in here have been the hurting at one time or another, and they've walked alongside of us. So thank you, thank you, thank you for showing us what serving the hurting looks like. Um, and you don't have to look far to serve the hurting. You don't have to look beyond your own family, beyond your own marriage sometime, beyond your own thoughts sometime, beyond your own feelings sometime, especially in the season that we have walked through, you don't have to look far. Um, but the reality is serving the hurting is not just something we do once a month in an outreach, even though we celebrate that. Yeah. Serving the hurting is something we do daily. It's something that every place you step your foot, every, every boardroom you enter, every situation you enter, you serve the hurting, that's Absolutely. who we are. Absolutely, and, and as we were praying and talking about this, I think, I don't know if you guys have ever been in a situation in your lives where you feel like you're crushing something, mm. but in fact you're not. <laughs> and um, This has happened to us. This has happened to us. <laughs> Actually, it happened to us not long ago. Yes. Okay, you, I got this text on WhatsApp from Mila's teacher, Mila's five-year-old, five five um, from her teacher, and it's like this fun day where the kids get to dress like animals. Animal day. Well, yeah. it's in our second language, and so there's that element. And then the second element to it is I skimmed it. I didn't read it. Okay, so I was like, oh, cool. She gets to dress as her favorite animal. animal. Yeah. And so we ask her. And she loves flamingos. So she I was flamingos. so proud. I helped her make this really cool flamingo costume. It was awesome. And I felt, I was, I had mom pride. I was like, she looks so cute. She we're on time. We're doing it. We didn't miss the notice. And we're, she's one we of the only, she's one of the only like gringas in her class. Yeah, so you want to be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we want to know, act like we know we what we're talking about. We want her to fit in. And so we arrive that day. I drop her off. I'm feeling really mm -hmm. proud. That's right. And I start noticing things like the teachers are wearing farm hats and there's like red barns everywhere. And I start to look at the kids and I'm like, it's farm day. It's, it's farm day. It's not animal day. So we had like a pig and a cow uh -huh. and a chicken and a horse and a flamingo. And a flamingo. <laughs> but the best part of the story is there was only one other gringo in her class and he dressed as a shark. And so <laughs> we, we were beating. We weren't allowed. We won. I say we won. Nate and I had a discussion. We had Whitney a discussion. Whitney was not super happy with me but in this moment. I've made mistakes too. So anyways, we thought, I, we thought we were crushing this moment. But because of the most important piece that we missed, That's we completely right. missed the whole point. That's right. And I think within the context of the 12 stones, That's we can so do this as a family and think this is awesome. Right. I'm crushing it. But without the context of Jesus, Amen. we're going to miss Jesus. the entire right. point. You know, That's We can right. say we give honor and I'm going to try mm. to give honor. But unless we understand that we have all been made in the image of amen, Jesus, amen, amen. we're not going to be able to That's give right. honor. We can That's say, I want to protect unity, and I'm going to try mm -hmm. really hard. But unless we ourselves right. are unified with mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit, we can't protect mm -hmm. unity with amen. other people. It's impossible. So it's all about We can Jesus. say we want to walk in humility, but unless the cross has literally superseded all of our own emotions and accolades and desires to be seen mm -hmm. and to be known and famous and all of these things, if the cross has not superseded that, yeah. we can't walk in humility. Yeah. Same with we serve the hurting. 
You know, it's the insane. only reason we serve the hurting is That's because right. Jesus yeah. showed us how. Amen. And the only reason we can even make an Amen. impact Amen. on Amen. people Amen. who are hurting now is because his spirit lives within us. Yeah. And so just kind of the filter for, the filter. for all yeah. of that. Yeah. But right. we wanted to share an example around we serve the hurting found mm. in First Kings chapter 17. Read the whole thing. It's mm. so powerful. But it's around the example of Elijah. Mm. And I think sometimes when we hear the name Elijah, we can mm -hmm. think like Elijah, fire, yeah. prophet, powerful. Awesome. He's in a different <laughs> playing field. But there's a scripture in James that says, Elijah was a man just like us. Amen. He prayed, right. God listened. Mm -hmm. And so just mm -hmm. to have that filter That's as we right. go in, but here in 1 Kings chapter 17, Elijah had been through it. People are after his life. He's mm -hmm. been hiding. God brings him to this little town where no one else worships God. Right. And God literally drops him in this situation of other people's pain mm -hmm. and hurting. And he meets this widow and mm -hmm. her young son. They're at the point of starvation. That's right. And they're like, okay, we're going to eat our last piece of bread and then we're going to go die. Mm -hmm. And this is just so fascinating to read his response good, right? and example in this passage when faced with the hurt and the pain and the brokenness of this world, right. what does he do? And so I want to read what he does here in verse 13. Elijah says to her, he looks her in the eye, looks mm. at the hopelessness and the brokenness where I feel like we're all at right now. There's so much yeah. hopelessness, brokenness. And he says this in verse 13, he says, do not be afraid. Mm -hmm. And then in verse 14, he says, for this is what the Lord, the God Amen. of Israel Amen. says, the jar of flour will not be used up and the jug of oil will not run dry until the day the Lord sends rain. Amen. And as I was reading this and we were talking about this, I, I wanted to put a name for this response that we Amen. see in Elijah here. And I wrote down this, I wrote down faith reflex. Mm. You know, this was Beautiful. instant. It was a faith wow. reflex that we see in Amen. Elijah. Amen. And um, I, I worked as a nurse a few years back and mm. I, I used to check reflexes mm. on little kids mm. like mm. that. You guys remember that? Like <laughs> yeah. the knee, yeah. the knee reflex, good reflexes. Yeah. Um, the yeah. knee reflex, but doctors check reflexes because they want to make sure your body's listening to the brain signals. Mm -hmm. And it's actually a sign of health yeah. that your body knows how to protect itself. Mm -hmm. And I think in the same way, spiritually, mm -hmm. God That's has designed us and planned for us as we grow to have a faith reflex. Wow. And I think that right. sometimes as leaders, we, we all have a reflex. Yeah. But even though we are leaders and we know we're sons and daughters of God, our reflexes can be emotional reflexes, mm -hmm. pride right. reflexes, right. fear right. reflexes. That's right. That's right. But God is saying, you know, when you're faced with hurt and pain mm -hmm. and lack mm -hmm. and offense, I have designed you to respond mm -hmm. a certain way. Mm -hmm. And I think that here Elijah is faced with this brokenness and mm -hmm. he immediately responds with, this is what the Lord says. Yeah, and I right, feel like that right. is so powerful because if we want to serve the hurting and Amen. actually make a change and an impact, that's right. we have to know what God says. That's right. You know, that's if right. we're that's leading right. people to our own words mm -hmm. and we think that we are the answer, we're going to completely miss the point. Amen. There's that's no right. power right. in that. Right. This is what the Lord so, says. This faith reflex Amen. is based on truth and the trust mm -hmm. that we know God is who he says yeah. he is. So mm -hmm. because Elijah leads them, they're saved. Mm -hmm. from their starvation. God provides flour and oil and endless supply. Mm -hmm. But then in the next yeah. verse, <laughs> this woman, this widow, her son dies yeah. from an unrelated illness. In the very next verse, mm. it says here in verse 18, um, it says, she said to Elijah, mm. what do you have against me, man of God? Mm. Did you come to remind me of my sin and kill my son? Mm. So the verse before there, he's like their favorite person in the yeah, world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> One verse later, he's like, she's like, why have you ruined my life? Yeah, why have you come yeah. into my house? 
and killed my son. I don't know if you guys mm -hmm. have ever heard the expression, hurt people, hurt mm -hmm. people, yeah. broken people, yeah. break other people. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I really right. think, That's we right. think this is true. Yeah. Think it's this true. is the perfect description of yeah. the state of our mm -hmm. world, the state of brokenness and the cycle. When pain and brokenness goes unhealed, Amen. we just birth more pain in other people. It's like this emotional tennis match. And the thing is, is that you and I can so easily fit into That's that current way. and cycle of the world mm. where we just mm. jump in, mm -hmm. receive pain, and then deflect it onto other mm. people. But serving the hurting isn't this like passive hat, mm. passive That's sweet right. hat that That's we right. wear. That's We're right. actually called to be disruptors, mm. interrupters right. of the cycle of pain in this world, just like right. Jesus mm. is a warrior posture, mm -hmm. not a passive yeah. posture. Yeah. We are called to That's disrupt right. the pain. And as we disrupt this pain, so we're speaking to each and every one of you as a leader because you are a leader. Yeah. And so my guess is, and you can, um, you don't have to raise your hand, you can acknowledge it in your heart, but my guess is you as a leader have tried to walk and been walking alongside of someone and sent all the text and sat in the hospital room and been alongside. Through the baby shower. Through the, through the baby shower, did yeah. all the things. And then all of a sudden something shifted, something happened, and all of a sudden you're not seen in that way anymore. And, and like this woman said, did you come to kill my son? Obviously, this wasn't the case. But as we as leaders are walking others through pain, this can be incredibly difficult at times. And so we just wanted to give you two quick handles of what to do when that might happen to you. Because the first step is you will not be able to break a cycle of pain unless you yourself have taken your own hurts and your own pain from the broken of other people to the Father. There is one place you can bring it to, yeah. one place you can take it to. And if you give that to the Father, there is something that can happen within your heart that rises up, that doesn't just respond to pain with, ah, oh, we're alongside of you, but walks in pain with them, that it breaks, that it literally breaks the cycle for not just yourself, but for that person as well. And so I would just challenge us as we take it to the Father, the next step is listen to them, hear the heart, and actually be willing and patient enough and grace-filled enough to walk alongside of something that even whenever you're getting hurt, even whenever it's reflecting on you, even yeah. when the cycle is trying yeah. to draw you in, yeah. that you, you have a hard line that yeah. says, no, my father interrupts yeah. this in my life, and then I'm called to interrupt it in their lives. Absolutely, and so what we're seeing here in the widow responding this mm -hmm. way, you killed my son, she's just entering the cycle of pain That's of right. the she's world. She's That's just, right. she's going along with the current. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, but I think we need to look at Elijah's response right. again, because we right. see, yeah, another faith reflex mm -hmm. okay she accuses him she mm -hmm. calls him out and he doesn't defend mm -hmm. he doesn't lash out and he doesn't join the cycle instead in verse 19 this is what he says he says give me your son mm -hmm. literally hand me your son mm -hmm. and he took him from her arms carried him to the upper room where he was staying laid him on his bed and he cried out lord lord my god mm -hmm. and so he takes the pain from this woman that's right and I, I think that one of the biggest markers right, and ways we can examine our hearts, biggest markers of spiritual health mm -hmm. is this faith reflex mm -hmm. and our response mm -hmm. to pain, mm -hmm. brokenness, offense, yes. and Amen. lack. Amen. How are we responding? Yeah. You know, are we responding like this? Because Elijah's response, That's and I so think this good. is so, so such a beautiful image. Mm -hmm. He literally takes this woman's pain. She's mm -hmm. holding it in her hands, That's not right. even figuratively, mm -hmm. literally. He says, hand it to me, mm -hmm. place it in my hands. He takes it. Mm -hmm into his hands from the hands of this mother. But here's the key where we often get mm -hmm. tripped up. Right. He does not leave it in his hands. Oh, so he says, so hand good. me your so son, so place him in my hands. Mm -hmm. 
But then he literally carries the pain, the situation, Amen, the, the brokenness to, to the upper That's room right. to yeah. meet with his father. Amen. Amen. And I think that he doesn't, you don't see denial here. He's not denying the pain is happening. There's not empty words or rituals. It isn't him trying to solve the problem himself. You know, it's not like, what should we do? What am I going to do? His immediate faith reflex is I'm taking it to my father. I'm going to walk alongside you and I'm going to take it to my father. The situation that seems so unredeemable and without hope. And so I think that here in verse 21, after he does this, God answers his prayer and here's his prayer. Remember, he's a man just like us. Mm -hmm. He prayed, God mm -hmm. listened. And then here in verse 22 or 24, I'm sorry, the woman says, now I know, mm. now I know that the word of the Lord from your mouth is the truth. Amen. Wow. Amen. And um, before this happens, it, he actually says that Elijah lays out mm -hmm. over, over yeah, the young boy, the boy as he's crying out, which yeah. can read kind of weird. You're mm -hmm. like, what is he doing here? Yeah. But what I read from that is mm -hmm. boldness. It's you know, boldness. He's, he's boldly yeah. crying Amen. out to Amen. the father. He, you know, mm -hmm. to touch a dead body in, in mm -hmm. this culture and time yeah. made you unclean. Yeah. And mm -hmm. it, it was that personal cost to him. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes if we see a lack of That's fruit right, in our lives in this area of serving the mm -hmm. hurting, yeah. the question would be to ask is, what is my investment? Mm -hmm. Am I, am I praying Amen. bold Amen. prayers? Am I giving something of myself? Right. Am I even allowing myself to be hurt at mm -hmm. cost to myself? Mm -hmm. Because if we're trying to play it safe, mm -hmm. we're not gonna see fruit. Amen. If we're trying to avoid being bold and hoping someone else will address it, like, mm -hmm. I'll pray for you in the mm -hmm. corner, we're gonna miss the fruit and the fullness oh. Right. of what God has. Right. So check our dis check mm -hmm. our investment. Are we boldly mm -hmm. disrupting these cycles? Mm -hmm. Because the point is, is if Amen. we lead people in their pain or ourselves in our own pain to ourselves, mm -hmm. we're just going to be adding to the cycle Amen. of brokenness right. in the world. We can't do anything, even with the Amen. best intentions. Yes. Yeah. But right. if we understand mm -hmm. how to take the pain in our hands, walk alive some, along someone else, mm -hmm. bring it to that's Jesus. Right, that's right, that's, that's right. when we see that cycle that's right. interrupt. That's when we see life transformed, oh, and me running scared, scared. heaven that's coming right. to that's earth. Right. Wow. We want to close with this scripture. Um, worship night was a beautiful, beautiful night, and we took communion together, and we said, hey, this is the Lord's Supper. And as I read this verse in 1 Corinthians, I feel like it beautifully seals this concept of what we're talking about today, that we are taking this to the cross because we are called to walk alongside the hurting. We are not called to be someone's savior. There is one savior. There is one Lord. There is one king, and we are taking it straight to the Father, and that's our only response. 1 Corinthians 11:20 says, So then when you come together, it is not the Lord's Supper you eat, for your eating, some of you go ahead with your own private suppers. As a result, one person remains hungry and another gets drunk. You're like, what are we talking about? Let me read it in the message. And then I find that you bring your divisions to worship. You come together and instead of eating the Lord's Supper, you bring in a lot of food from the outside and make pigs of yourself. Some are left out and go home hungry. Others have to be carried out too drunk to walk. And when I read this, I felt like the Lord asked me, are we desperate for the Lord's Supper or have we already filled up on our own private suppers? And as we started talking about this message of serving the hurting, we started realizing that there's a lot of pre-dinners out there. There's a lot of pre-political dinners, pre-Instagram dinners, pre-dinners that you can fill up halfway on and then enter into the church building, enter into the house of God, enter into your quiet time with a preconceived notion of what you think should happen, or what you think, and then as you're serving the hurting, as you're leading people, you're walking alongside of them, with a lot of your own experiences yeah. that you think they need to hear and then a little bit of God's presence as well. Yeah. And I think what can happen is that we can actually, how many times do we do this? Do we say, God, can we go have these on this? 
I'll bring my experience, I'll bring my wisdom, I'll bring my grace, because that, man, I've been through it, I know it, I know what to say to them, this has been, I've, I've dealt with this situation a hundred times, I'm ready for this one, and God's like, no, I want it all, and I want to be every bit of it, don't come in with a pre-dinner or anything like that, don't come in a little bit half full with your own and, and say, God, I need your power, but then can I just say, bring 50% of my own understanding and my own will, because I believe with all all of my heart, I promise you, Elijah, whenever he needed it most, whenever death was literally confronting him in the face, whenever he was walking alongside someone that was literally broken, that was literally in starvation, as we walk alongside of people that are in hunger, that are in poverty, that are broken, that marriages are falling apart, as we see brokenness after brokenness after brokenness, I promise you, we will not be able to respond with this faith reflex, to respond with a hope inside of our hearts, unless... We are getting our entire appetite from the Father, our entire fullness from the Father, not bringing any from our path, not bringing anything else to the table except the, the, for the cross. Because the scripture said that a lot of them went home hungry. And because when we rely on our own abilities, I promise you, as we're serving the hurting, there will be those that go home hungry. Because our own abilities are not enough to be what people need. You are not anyone's savior. I am not anyone's savior. There is one savior we point them to, one savior that we take the, the death by the hands and we bring it to the upper room. There is one savior that we bring it to and it is our king, our Lord, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. That is the father and that's what we bring it to. That's all we have and we love you so, so much.